0: today to take home a piece of the action. All items subject to availability. Orders are fulfilled on a
1: first-come, first-served basis.
2: Angels Radio AM 830, KLAA.
1: Orange County, Los Angeles. And Inland Empire.
2: Where Angels Baseball lives.
1: Hi, everybody. This is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out at the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of uncle's Kimmel's Kona coffee. Uncles Kimmel's. You'll be glad you did.
2: The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AM830, its owners, or management.
3: Hi, this is Bill Coin of South Bay Toyota, and if you're looking for an easy, hassle-free way to buy a car, South Bay Toyota is the place for you. Simply pick the vehicle of your choice, receive your price up front, and you're driving home. It's that easy at South Bay Toyota, located at the 405 Freeway and Western Avenue.
4: Folks, life is about family, friends, and the unforgettable experiences we enjoy together. If you are considering the Hawaiian Islands for that special vacation, a wedding, or perhaps a corporate outing, visit halualohagardenandkitchen.com and you can see for yourself what this tremendous new venue located on the island of Hawaii has to offer. When you settle in at the Halualoha Garden and Kitchen, the breathtaking view of the Kona Coast adds a touch of enchantment far, far removed from the everyday stresses, and strains of life on the mainland. Nestled on the slopes of the majestic Halualoha Volcano, this venue offers guests a remarkable combination of Polynesian dining along with striking natural beauty and world-renowned island charm. With a top-notch chef and a fresh farm-to-kitchen approach, you'll experience island dining that is truly out of this world. Visit our website, HalualohaGardenandKitchen.com, or call 307 461 one four five zero for complete details and get ready for the experience of a lifetime at Halau Aloha Garden and Kitchen. Hey everybody! If you've got plumbing needs, commercial or residential, give my good friends at Western Rooter a call. Family-owned and here to help. Western Rooter does it all and does it better. 24/7. From clogged drains to complete copper repipes to water heaters, conventional and tankless, Western Rooter is here to help and will solve whatever issues you may have on time and under budget. Western Rooter, serving the Arcadia, Pasadena, and greater LA area for more than three decades. Call now at 626-448-6455. Mention Thoroughbred LA Radio and save 10% off your total invoice. Western Rooter, the best in the west.
5: The best of quarter horse racing is always at Los Alamitos as our weekend of Grade 1 Stakes action continues tonight with the running of the Brad McKenzie Los Alamitos Winter Championship. The Winter Championship has a big-time lineup led by four Grade 1 Stakes winners. Top stars include Los Alamitos Super Derby winner, Jericho, who had the top time in the trials, and Scoops Dynasty. And take a swig of this, the last two winners of the Winter Derby, plus Spencer Childers winner, London Toby, will join the fray along with six other standouts. And as always, Los Alamitos will feature night racing's best bets, like our early and late pick fours, and the 10,000 pick six promo on Sunday if there's not a carryover. Enjoy the best of daytime simulcast racing at Los Alamitos with luxury-filled indoor seating locations in the beautiful Vessels Club. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. Plus, we have the fun and convenient Bergart Sports Bar. It's the Brad McKenzie Winter Championship. The best of quarter horse racing, always at Los Alamitos.
4: Mark Nose and Nose and Gamely is the
7: winner by a nose. Why? Right? Marketry has the weight advantage. Farmer Way has the class. Which one's gonna win it? Farmer Way. Marketry. It's Thoroughbred Los Angeles, hosted by Mike Wilmot. Thoroughbred Alley is brought to you by World Class Racing at Spectacular Santa Anita. Just east of Pasadena in Arcadia, Santa Anita, it's the great race place. By Uncle Chemo's Kona Coffee. Take it from top jock Juan Hernandez. Uncle chemos you'll be glad you did. By David Wilson's Toyota of Orange. South Bay Toyota and Villa Ford of Orange. Come see their great selection of new and used vehicles and experience David Wilson's world-class customer service. By the luxurious Aloha Garden and Kitchen, overlooking the majestic Kona Coast on the island of Hawaii. Visit HalualohaGardenandKitchen.com and make your reservations now for the event of a lifetime. By the Rags and Sheets, get past the obvious and get the information you need to win. Get the Rags and Sheets. By the Derby Room at Fairplex Park. Great food, great customer service, and free parking and admission seven days a week. At the Derby Room. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association. It pays to own and breed in California. By Legacy Ranch. Where stands California's Big Three? Clubhouse Ride, Mr. Big, and Straight Fire. By Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. By the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa in Las Vegas. Call my buddy Steve Johnson and make your reservations now at 866 780 Race, by the Lum Meridian Hotel on Huntington Drive in Arcadia, just across the street from the Great Race Place, and by Western Reuter, the best in the West. Now, here's Mike Quillman.
4: Thank you, Leilani Mabrie and a very pleasant good morning, everybody. Hey, great to have you with us. On a beautiful weekend here in Southern California, but it's going to get a little bit wet tomorrow. And as a consequence of that, there will be no holiday racing at Santa Anita tomorrow. But we've got a solid nine race card today. Main event for California bred fillies and mares at six furlongs on dirt. That is the $100,000 spring fever. And the five to two uh, second choice on the morning line is Rose Maddox, uh, one of two Nick Alexander five-year-old homebred mares trained by Steve Miao. And Steve is going to be with us top of the next hour. He's always interesting. Uh, He doesn't hold back. We don't have him on very often, but really looking forward to getting Steve Miotti's uh, thoughts uh, this morning. Uh, Going to be going to Jonathan Hardoon in just a moment. Uh, Big three-year-old race yesterday was in New Orleans, the Risen Star, and boy, the conditions were challenging, to put it mildly. Main track listed as sloppy. The winner of yesterday's uh, Risen star just up uh, late, Sierra Leone under Tyler Gaffleyon for Chad Brown. 50 Kentucky Derby qualifying points up for grabs there. So Sierra Leone uh, is assured a spot in the starting gate for the 150 uh, 50th Kentucky Derby first Saturday in May. Tough beat for the 11 track phantom Steve Asmussen and Joel Rosario. They led every step of the way except very late. Final time, mile and 18th again on a track listed as sloppy. It was wet and tiring. 152 flat. Let's get back to Saratoga Springs right now and say hello to Jonathan Hardoon of the Raggas and Cheats. Hey John, good morning. I understand the weather is much improved back there.
0: It is Mike. We had a lot of snow on uh, Friday into Saturday, but today is an absolutely beautiful day. It's freezing cold out, but the sun is shining. No rain, no snow, so that's good news.
4: Yeah, uh, your your assessment uh, of yesterday's risen star. I mentioned the surface listed as sloppy. Boy, it had to be tiring. A lightly raced Sierra Leone, and uh, apparently he is the highest priced. Uh, a horse in the in the Derby mix, as far as the Derby watch goes. A $2.3 million purchase, and he ran like it yesterday, huh, John?
0: Well, he actually ran like it in his last race at Aqueduct in the Remsen, Mike. He was great that day when he finished second, and uh, yesterday he confirmed how good that race was. Listen, that track was beat up. It was the 14th race. It didn't stop raining all day. Wow. The track was a total mess. The horse was like uh, almost dead last turning for home, and uh, he ends up getting up and winning Tyler Gaflione Road for Chad Brown. They put the blinkers on yesterday because in his last race in the Remsen, he actually made the lead and pulled himself up. So uh, mm-hmm. Chad Brown, I guess, put the blinkers on to keep him more concentrated, and uh, it certainly made the difference. He was a true professional yesterday in less than ideal conditions.
4: And you'd have to think a very tired ombre this morning, John.
0: I would say so, and the good news for him is that uh, Nisos is not coming, so at this point he's the head of the class. There's no question yeah. about it. It's unfortunate, but uh, those are the circumstances we have to deal with.
4: Yeah, we, we will see Nysos uh, the third Saturday in May at Pimlico Racecourse, knock wood, for Mr. <laughs> Bob Baffert. Uh, I know you, you liked a filly in the previous race, Flavion Pratt rode for Brad Cox. Terra FIFA, uh, in the Rachel Alexandra at a mile and a 16th. Uh, how good is she? And I understand there was some late toad action.
0: Yeah, it really was. Uh, I, I personally didn't like her yesterday night, to be honest with you, but mm-hmm. she was 6-1 when she left the gate, and she played 5-2. And a major stake rate. Oh, five, that's so,
4: a lot of money. You see, yeah.
0: regular players have to deal with this every day, but now the regular public or the general public got a taste of it. This is a disaster. You can't
3: go from six no. to one to
0: five to two in the middle of a race. It's just, and not only that, it wasn't like a, a small race in a small track on a Wednesday afternoon. Yeah, this is a major track, a major stake race, six to one to five to two. This has to stop.
4: Yeah, that that is dramatic. Like you say, I mean, that's not Monday or Tuesday at Turf Paradise. Okay. Uh, this is a Grade Three, three hundred thousand. It's a Kentucky Oaks qualifying race that that is really, really a lot of money there late, John
0: I mean, you know, and they're reckless and they don't care, and they have no shame and they just stick it in everyone's face, but it's going to slowly destroy the game, unfortunately, there are so many problems, and this is a major one that really has to be addressed
4: it, it is i right, let's let's move forward uh before we get your your New York play of the day, I think you're going to to aqueduct. I know you like a horse uh, running today at Sunland in a Derby qualifier. It's the Grade 3 Sunland Sunland Park Derby. Uh, Let's talk about it. Post-time, it's the ninth at Sunland. It's on the betting menu here at Santa Anita. Post-time, 417 Mountain Time. What's your take on the race, John?
0: I love the number four horse in there, uh, Mike Lucky Jeremy. This is a three-year-old call for the Bill Mori barn. Three career starts, and he's run very well in all three of them. Here's the key: his last race was run at Sunland. After winning that race on January 19th, he kept the horse in Sunland. He's been working over the track. He's listed at 4-1 on the morning line, and you're going to get it because Phil D'Amato shipping in Stronghold, who's the 5-2 to morning line favorite, and the horse to beat. But I give the edge to number four, Lucky, Jeremy, Bill Morey, and uh, C. Ramos, supports the ride. You're getting 4-1, nothing wrong with that.
4: Yeah, and Stronghold, Phil D'Amato, and a red-hot Antonio Fresu. Six wins over three days this week at Santa Anita, including four on Friday. He took the stake yesterday. A uh, tremendous ride, so he's way up there in the jockey standings. Again, post-time for that Sunland Park Derby, uh, 417 Mountain. John, before we go any further, uh, and I want to get your thoughts on uh, Aqueduct, and, of course, Hour 2, it'll be out here at Santa Anita. Uh, unfortunately, most unfortunately, I got some very, very sad news to pass along, John. Uh, I got a text message at uh, 6.15 this morning from... Uh, a good friend and a guy who makes selections in the Southern California news group, Eddie Wilson telling me that his brother art who has been fighting a, a virulent form of uh, blood cancer for over 10 years. Now he was just with us in the press box last weekend. Uh, art Wilson left us this morning up in Victorville in the high desert at 3:30 this morning. And according to Eddie, he was fully alert, cognizant and everything. And he went all of a sudden, uh, from heart failure. And I think, uh, that's as a result of the uh, the cancer treats treatments that he was receiving. You could tell he was struggling of late. John, I can't tell you what a great supporter of racing uh, Art Wilson has been. Uh, first of all, with the San Gabriel Valley Tribune and Star News, and then broader in a broader sense, with the Southern California News Group uh, of which those two papers are are members. But their entire racing coverage, headed by Art Wilson, a weekly column, had a great column, his last column this past Friday on Toby Keith. And had some great quotes from Brett Calhoun, who, who had trained for, for Toby Keith. Uh, Art left us again this morning, 71. He'd cover racing for over 40 years, John. Got involved as a kid along with his brother. I guess they used to go to the races, tagged along with their dad, who was a TV repairman. And he liked betting on long shots, and he passed that on to his kids. But uh, really, really sad news. A good friend, too. You know, loyal, straight-up guy. Um, And we'll have uh, word on memorial services for him in the days to come, John.
0: Too sad. Man. Too much. Too much sad news in the last couple of weeks. We yep. know, this game's lost a lot of people from that press box, and and, and really, it's very sad. And uh, just shows you are all getting older. And uh, take advantage of every day you have because you never know. Cher-
4: cherish it. His all-time favorite horse, Art Wilson. John Sham, Pancho Martin Lafitte, winner of the <laughs> 1973 Santa Anita Derby, and. I remember my best friend in high school, a guy named John Uberdelli, he was the best athlete, our starting quarterback, uh, You know, he he told me, he said, they won't beat this horse in Kentucky. Well, there was one horse waiting for him named Secretariat. So, <laughs> anyway. uh wrong year
0: for poor Sharon, Poor Sharon is born the wrong year. That's yeah, all.
4: Yeah, he really was. But uh, justifiably, he's in the Hall of Fame. And uh, great memories all around, no question about it. All right, let's go to the Big A. And, again, uh, good conditions today uh, there on Long Island, huh?
8: Yeah, it's a beautiful
0: day, Mike. We're going to look at the seventh race today. It's a mile on the main track, a flat mile around one turn. And I love the number 10 horse in here, Pit Boss. This is a 7-year-old gelding from the David Jacobson barn. Isaac Castillo aboard to ride. The horse has claimed two starts back, which was a good outside box. Again, you're getting 10 to 1 on the morning line. Number ten pit boss upsets and wins today seven three solid Aqueduct
4: okay and uh, tell us about that website j o n h a r d w o n dot com
0: three best place ten dollars full card twenty five dollars today we have Aqueduct Oakland Gulfstream and of course San Anita selection
4: and post time for race seven three fifty five Eastern and Jonathan Hardoon says hey let's get let's get on number ten pit boss. Uh, they're at the Big A. Really looking forward to getting your thoughts uh, out here at Santa Anita, John. And uh, we got a jockey jockey's race, as I'm sure you've heard. Flavion Pratt out of town yesterday. Uh, as noted, he took the Rachel Alexandra. But... Uh, you know, Antonio Fresu's been lighting them up. Juan Hernandez had a riding double yesterday. So the jockey standings now at Santa Anita through 25 days. It's Juan Hernandez, Flavion Pratt, dead-heated at 31. And then Antonio Fresu, 26. Frankie DeTorey, fourth, with 16 wins. John, always a pleasure. And uh, we'll reconvene toward the end of the show.
0: Okay, Mike, sounds good. <laughs> Stay safe the, uh,
4: Likewise, Jonathan Hardu. Now let's get up to the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa the week after the Super Bowl and uh, hook up with our good friend Dan Sanchez. I kind of want to get an update on how the bookmakers did there in Sin City. I know a lot of our listeners are very concerned about their well-being, as is Dan. <laughs> hey, Dan Sanchez, uh, how was the Super Bowl to the house? To the house. It was a slight win. Um,
0: I, that's it. We did get a win, but I don't think it was much. But it beats losing, as all of your listeners know. Uh, it was the mix of the public being on Kansas City so heavily, however, they are on the over. And despite the overtime, they did not get the over on the score. So that helped uh, alleviate a lot of the pressure. Had it gone over, I think it would have been uh, the, the proverbial bloodbath. But it didn't work out that way. Uh <laughs> We ended up uh, call it even a little up.
4: Yeah, that that's really interesting. Just on a personal note, I did like Kansas City, and but I the more I thought about it as we got closer to game time, thinking man this this is it looks like a trap line. So I went under at forty seven and a half. Now I understand that mo- that number moved later. I I don't know. You can fill us right. in. But throughout the game, the Niners. They can't. they were controlling things, and I'm thinking, man, am I glad I didn't bet on Kansas City, but this under's looking like a lock, then we go to overtime and they're back and forth. I start getting the pencil and paper out doing my <laughs> cipher, and I'm thinking I'm dead this th- this under is going to be gone ended up forty seven so the hook saved me
0: yeah i I was on the over myself. I thought that the defenses wouldn't uh going i got like you i got the lower number 47 it did go to i think 48 and a half. wow um but uh when you know i saw the number i thought kansas city was going to do a lot more versus the san francisco defense than it did and then when it went to overtime like you i'm pulling out the pencil going how do i get there and then it's like yeah. hey, if they score they don't kick the extra point that extra point's going to kill me are you kidding me and right just Oh, and when I found out that extra point was going to beat me, that was just the end.
4: A little but tough to I, take. Yeah, t- time for some team. medication.
0: Oh, it was, really was. And then <laughs> when you find out that the team, one of the teams doesn't know the rules, that was a, a moment of...
4: To uh, the overtime really? situation, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. these guys get paid a lot of money. They're the top of their sport. This was the apex game of their profession, and they didn't bother to crack open the rule book and find out well, how that went. I find that difficult.
4: I can't put that practice. on any player. You know, I, I oh, would not oh, expect oh, them to know that. Oh, it's
0: absolutely yeah. Not on the players. Oh, yeah. no. That's yeah. on the coaching staff completely.
4: I, I got to say this, Dan. And, and look, I, I hate to get too far out of my lane. My my yeah. game this these days, this part of my life, is horse racing. But I got to say this. And, and I talked to Billy Kilmer the day after the the game and everything, and I said it to him, and he he pretty much agreed with me. you got a 17-week season. Uh, You have got, I mean, an incredibly tough postseason. Now we're at the Super Bowl. Christian McCaffrey has been the bell cow for the 49ers. I mean, he has pounded the football all season long. That run he made in overtime, I just don't know how you do that. He kind of crow-hopped that cornerback. And the burst that he put on, that athleticism at that late in the game, in the season, that is just, to me, as a high school athlete, that is beyond phenomenal how he was able to find that. And what killed him was they weren't able to take that momentum and go in and score six. They had to settle for the field goal, and then it's in Mahomes' hands, and we know what happened.
0: Yeah, we all knew it was going to happen. That was the thing. When you saw they didn't get across the goal line... You were like, well, just how is he going to get it done? We, we know yeah. how. Here's Brady and, and Belichick just, just slicing us
4: up, going the other way. It, it, very it really similar.
0: Is. Yeah. And I, I'm, uh, I was not a Brock Purdy believer before this game.
4: He played I great. Think he
0: went toe to toe. I did. I, he went toe to toe with Mahomes. Yeah. Right up until the end. So I mean, I, he he gained a lot of uh, uh, cred with me in uh, in that game. But Mahomes is just. He's Mahomes. Soccer. Yeah. You get. They, I mean, he really is. I mean, I'm a Tom Brady fan from way back, but I, if I had, if I needed a touchdown, I'm not sure who I would give the ball to right now, because you know Mahomes just—you just cannot stop him.
4: Phenomenal. It's, it's too many ways to yeah. go. He—he he just when he gets in those moments, he's—he's he's in a zone beyond. Uh, listen, let's look forward. Any futures up as far as next year's Super Bowl champions? Absolutely. Uh we got futures all over the place, because um, it is that season. In the NFL you got the basics.
0: Uh the Ravens and Bills are ten to one. Uh the Bengals are twelve to one. Uh of course the Chiefs and Niners come in at six to one. Um, I have a little trouble in the middle here and I don't know what your viewers would think about or your listeners uh think about this. But the Packers are twelve to one. Mm. The Lions are fifteen to one as are the Cowboys, 15-1. to 1. Now, of those three, I think the Lions have the best chance, and I don't understand why the Packers are getting bet other than if the Packers fans were hurt you know, for, during Super Bowl and uh, were betting their well, team. Well, I-,
4: I can see it, Dan, because they're so young, they're so fast, and I think the, the thought is they've got a little bit more upside. And uh, you heard Dan Campbell. He's very emotional after the Lions got beat. And that's a game. I think they all thought that they really should have won. That happens a lot, but it's so hard to get back there. You know, oh, yeah. it's so hard to get back to that moment. And uh, the Packers, to me, the the way they finish the season, they're 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 any kind of football team next year.
0: Yeah, I think their offense showed a lot, and I think the, defense, uh, the I think they have both have the same problem. Detroit needs. East- uh, cornerbacks. You need people in the secondary who can tackle, you know, actual athletes. And the Green Bay has kind of the same problem. Um, I think I could throw against Green Bay pretty easily, but they would come back and score because mm-hmm. Jordan Love is Jordan Love. I can't believe that is a, an amazing run of quarterbacks that the Green Bay Packers yeah. have put together. And now he hasn't done anything yet, but he certainly looks. Like you say, to have the potential, all this upside. He's
4: moving and in the right direction. Right
0: yeah, but th- yeah, as far as, uh, uh, other than that, everything is pretty much as you would expect in the, the you know in the futures. You've got all the all of that. The only thing what do I the Rams look like? Now that was one of them. Can you believe the Rams can be had at twenty-five to one right now? Hmm. I think that's an overlay uh, hmm. in it uh, because I, I mean, it, well, a couple of tweaks here, and they win that game in Detroit. And then they're off. I, yeah. I
9: don't.
0: Twenty-five. To, I think the Rams are value at twenty-five, and I also think that the Texans are value at twenty-two. I think that team has potential. Mm-hmm. But again, you have to be into, you know, laying your money out for another. You know, the season doesn't start for two hundred long days.
4: I know. Well, listen. Uh, <laughs> next week, I'd like to get a little uh, future action from you on the baseball season. You sure. know. Uh, I know that the Dodgers—they're just commanding all media attention there uh, in Arizona right now. But you know, we do the show from Angel Stadium. I'm a big Ron Washington fan. If they can get that 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 starting pitching staff, he says he's going to go with a five-man rotation. If they can get some consistency there, they got a couple of young guys uh you know behind the plate uh, Brandon O'Hoppy and then uh Nito at uh, at shortstop they got a first baseman looks like he's got a good bat and if anybody can get Anthony Rendon's name in the lineup card I think it's Ron Washington we we're, we're going to have to wait and see that is hugely key to whatever they're going to do this year
0: yeah sure baseball coming right uh right around the corner baseball's a big thing here for, uh a couple of the guys right now the Dodgers are Six to five to win the pennant, and uh, plus two seventy-five to win it all.
4: Interesting. Hey, listen, uh, Dan, that toll-free number, folks. You want to get up and uh, set Dan Sanchez straight, or uh, you know, just have a great time at the South Point? Call Steve Johnson, Dan's boss, toll-free eight six six 780 race. And make your reservations now up there at the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa. A great place to take in racing from around the country. Dan, thank you so much. Good luck today.
0: My pleasure. Thank you, Mike.
4: All right, hitting the break just a little bit early. Got a lot to cover uh, with John Lindo. Of course, he'll be followed by Orlando Gutierrez. They got a big feature race tonight. The Brad McKenzie Winter Handicap at Los Alamitos. Millie Ball, Toby Terrell running the anchor lap this hour. And as noted, trainer Steve Miotti. Breath of Fresh Air joins us top of the next hour. A whole lot of shows straight ahead. This is Thoroughbred Los Angeles on Angels Radio, AM 830, and on the Angels Radio app.
2: Angels Radio, AM
4: 830. Here at David Wilson's Villa Ford of Orange we are here to help. We're open for sales and service and with hundreds of vehicles to choose from, we are ready to assist you. And remember, you can get into that brand new Ford that you've always wanted without leaving the comfort of your home. Visit us at VillaFord.com to buy or lease your next car with great upfront pricing and a 100% online experience. Great financing and big retail enhancements on Ford Fusion and all popular Ford SUVs are available now. Check our website for tremendous pricing and financing on all Ford products, including America's best-selling vehicle, the F-150 pickup truck. David Wilson's Villa Ford of Orange, call or click today at 714-509-5615 or visit us at Villa Ford of Orange.
3: From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Ben on Bruce has you covered full card selections available every racing day at betonbruce.com get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with bruce Finkelstein's betonbruce.com bet on experience betonbruce.com attention inland empire racing fans 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona.
4: From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee. Derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting, Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii, and unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's Uncle is a steak grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Chemos Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleChemosKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Chemos emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kim- Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. Hello, I'm Alan Mosnett, Toyota of Orange. For over 48 years, we've said you won't get a lemon
6: at Toyota of Orange. That means you're driving a reliable Toyota. It also means you're
4: getting a best deal on every new Toyota in stock. We're talking RAV4, Camry, Tacoma, Corolla, you name it. How have we stayed number one all these years? By turning lemons into oranges. Toyota of Oranges. Well, you won't get
1: Hi everybody, this is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle's Kimmel's con coffee. Uncle's Kimmel's, you'll be glad you did.
4: back my thanks to my board op uh, here at the big a jake rich hey listen folks uh hopefully you won't have this experience like i did about three weeks ago taking a shower about to head out of the cave and the water is over your feet and you go wait a minute it's not draining well it's not draining because you got a mainline blockage who do you call western Rooter, the best in the west at 626-889-7539 as i mentioned they were out there within 90 minutes had it done within an hour and uh, reasonable. Believe me when I tell you. Western Rooter, family owned by Mike Glenn and Larry and John Batala. Uh, they've been serving uh, Greater LA, the San Gabriel Valley, for more than 40 years now. Western Rooter, commercial, residential. As we always say, they are on time and under budget. 626-889-7539. Mention Thoroughbred LA. Hey, you get 10% off your invoice. Let's get back to the phones, get down to Carlsbad. Say hello to John Lindo. Hey, John, good morning. Good morning, Michael. How are you? Real good. Hope the plumbing's good this morning. <laughs> plumbing's good, but uh, a pretty big gut punch. i uh, the news on Art Wilson. Very,
0: very, very yep. sad to hear that uh, good man, a friend of racing, and, and uh, you know, just, we, we got together for dinner down here during Delmar the last few, few summers, and, oh, man, I'm going to really miss Art.
4: Absolutely loved the game and the coverage we get consistently in those newspapers. There is a bunch of them, L.A. Daily News, Long Beach Independent, Whittier Daily News, Inland Valley Daily Bulletin, San Gabriel Valley Tribune, Pasadena Star News, so many of them. Art has been a big reason we've had that that toehold there with those papers, so it's it's a big loss, man. And I know newspapers, hey, they seem to be going away. Very few people have them delivered anymore. But I'm looking right now at the complete form charts for yesterday at Santa Anita in a daily metropolitan newspaper, in this case Pasadena Star News. This doesn't happen anywhere else in the country, John.
0: But it was still there, and... Uh... You know, love this topic. Love to talk horses, and uh, oh my gosh, uh, yeah, just a little bit of little bit of shock this morning. Sorry about that, Mike.
4: Yeah, and uh, you know, I mentioned his favorite horse was Sham, trained by Poncho Martin, uh, and, and and ridden by Lafitte. His favorite baseball player of all time, and you know it, Hondo uh, Frank Howard, uh, came up with the Dodgers, and then uh, went over to the. Uh, Uh, the Washington Senators, and then ended up with the Detroit Tigers. Six foot seven, tremendous power, and one of the greatest things that happened to Art in his life a couple of years ago, he was able to reach, uh, courtesy of our good friend Steve Brenner, uh, Frank Howard by telephone, and they talked, I think, for about an hour. And, uh, you know, Hondo has left us as well, but it's just a little bit of a window into the kind of guy Art Wilson was. Uh, He had a great reverence for uh, the history of not just horse racing, but, but other sports and the people that, that made these games what they are.
9: So you're right. But you, you have a lot to do with setting up that call
0: with Frank Howard, and he told me about that last summer, and he was beaming year to year, and it's Texas Rangers won, won a World Series title. So uh, he, he yeah. got to see some good stuff here last
4: year. Yeah, that was the other thing. The Rangers, unfortunately, we're an angel country here, but he was always respectful, never rubbed it in. You know, the Rangers had a good run. Uh, huge Texas Rangers fan, no question about it. John, uh, let, let's get down to brass tacks. Uh, we've got a cowbread steak today, the spring fever, and uh, a, a lot going on as, as far as uh, the California breads go. Uh, you know we got a couple of uh, uh, really nice cowbreds in this race today. Uh, they come out of the grade one La Brea. they being Daddy's Ruby the winner and the uh, second place finisher by a nose big pawn, they're two to one and five to two respectively on John White's morning line in today's spring fever.
0: I wouldn't be surprised if the price on both went down. I mean they ran gigantic in the grade one La Brea. Daddy's Ruby did all the dirty work, and Big Pond tried her every step of the way down the stretch and came up a nose short. A little bit shorter distance today, six furlongs. That might give the issue Daddy's Ruby, who I think can clear this field if they want to, with Edwin Maldonado aboard. Uh, Again, Big Pond lays her body down and tries every time. You know, Dropping out of a grade one into the cow bridge, you've got to think these two are going to be
9: hooking up again today.
4: Anybody handicapping this race, the one thing that jumps off the page at you is this: Juan Hernandez has won, has ridden uh, Daddy's Ruby in her last four starts, winning three of them, including the aforementioned Grade One La Brea uh, on opening day. Uh, Juan Hernandez is not on her. Uh, Drayden Van Dyke was listed as an alternate at entry time. It's going to be Edwin Maldonado today. And, uh, you know, the reason for this is Pete Miller was considering, was pretty certain he was going to run at Oaklawn Park with Daddy's Ruby. And uh, that ended up not being the case. Apparently the race didn't go. And, uh, you know, Juan Hernandez had already committed to, uh, to, to Rose Dawson, who he's been riding regularly for a big outfit, Phil D'Amato. So that's how that shook out. Pete was just real late deciding he was going to run here. And this is the kind of stuff that does happen occasionally.
0: Oh, so it does. You have to call some plan B sometimes. Like you say, if races don't go or something happens, the weather. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so that's a good backstory. I was kind of wondering why Hernandez, I thought maybe just, you know, the book of business he has with the motto,
9: he might have stayed there. But that makes an awful lot of sense.
4: In writing the stake advance this past thursday i was really wondering john i'm going what is going on here so i texted pete and i said who, who rides daddy's ruby he, he kicked back answer alternate well jockey no boy doesn't do it for me what i'm trying to, i mean it's just it, it, it's just sometimes this game you go Whoa, man it's not easy but in any event, Edwin Maldonado is going to be up today, and Daddy's Ruby, justifiably so, is favored on John's line.
0: Well, absolutely, and like I say, I, I think she's the speed of the speed in there, and uh, the six furlong distance is not going to hurt her one one bit. I mean, Daddy's Ruby won in October and he ran one oh nine and changed one by you know one easily. So uh, I think maybe cutting back makes her even tougher today.
4: John, I want to get this out there, uh, Pete. Pete Perell and his wife Evelyn, great supporters of Thoroughbred LA, you guys on Saturday, us here on Sunday, and Pete's also a stakeholder out there at the Derby Room. Uh, Bob Ike's home away from home. I think he's going to be out there today. Want to point out the Clubhouse Ride. He's the top he's the top gun here in California. He now has 11 wins as a stallion at Santa Anita this winter. That is absolutely phenomenal. On Thursday, Clubhouse Ride had a pair of wins, as did Mr. Big, owned by George Krikorian, who also stands at Pete Perella's Legacy Ranch. Folks, if you want to get your mares up to Legacy, uh, they've just got a tremendous stallion roster with Clubhouse Ride, Mr. Big, along with Straight Fire. Call Terry Knight, farm manager, at 510-928-4980. And, John, guys like Pete Perella... They just don't come along too often. Uh, you know, this is a guy I, I really feel a sense of loyalty to that, that we need to support, not only up there if you got mares to go to Legacy, but uh, if you're out towards San Dimas, Glendora, whatever, stop by the derby room. You'll be glad you did.
0: Pete Perella supports this business every way he can, Mike. Uh, he's an owner. He's a breeder. He's a horse player. Uh, you know, if, it, if it's involved in the horse racing industry, he does it. And he does it with a smile, and he treats people like you know, like everybody's a VIP. Yeah, and so I, I have no problem trying to support everything he does because he puts the money back in the business and tries to do a best for the game. Uh, we could sure use a, a more guys like Pete Perella.
4: You know, uh, Bill Nader, who I think is doing a great job heading up the Thoroughbred Owners of California. Now, uh, he had a pretty good sit down a couple of weeks ago. You, you and I were there, Bob Ike, for the Winter Mix, the CDBA Winter Mix Sale. And uh, Bill and Pete had a good talk, and I just think that's so, so important because quite often guys in in Bill Nader's type position, they hear a lot of noise from a lot of kooks, these uh, animal rights outfits and so on that would shut us down. And it's important that the people who make this game go, who lay down the money every single day the sun comes up, that uh, they have a seat at the table and then some.
8: Well,
0: absolutely, and, and you have to know what, what the feelings are, you know, what the concerns are so we can address them. You can't fix it if you don't know what's wrong.
4: No question about it. Now, listen, speaking of satellites, I understand you and Bob Ike uh, went down for a freebie at the Orange County Tavern this past Wednesday. Went up there on Wednesday. And, you know, they're just finishing up remodeling everything there, uh, we should be up and running as far as the full
0: food service and, and the liquor license. Uh, they were saying by the end of next week, by next Friday. So hopefully next weekend everything is all up and going. But it looks terrific. The satellite wagering facility part portion of uh, the OC Tavern is already open. Mm-hmm. Got a chance to meet the uh, the owner, Kevin. Uh, great guys. You know they're new as far as the horse racing satellite wagering. So you know they're they're ready for input. So go up there. Tell them what you like, what you don't like, and they'll work on making your experience as good as possible.
4: Great location uh, right off I-5 there uh, in San Clemente, John.
0: Yeah, right off the off ramp. If you get off, boom, across the street is the OC Tavern, and
4: you're in action. And understand the uh, the liquor license is coming back in as soon as Friday? He said end uh, the next week, which would be a week, yeah, this, this coming Friday. Okay. Looking forward to that. As you know, that's pretty key when you're talking about gambling. It helped. yeah. Uh, Yeah, it does. You know, a good friend of mine, he left us 20 years ago. Uh, Were he alive today, he'd be about uh, 97. Jerry Yiter, former jockey, used to own the Drinker's Hall of Fame. Uh, He ended up in some mandatory classes, and uh, he was asked to get up and speak about the ills of alcohol, and he said, well, I just can't do that. He said, I've met a lot of fabulous people on account of it and so on and so forth. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. I, I, I thought of that. <laughs> he said, look how many people it's got together over the years. He said, you know, it, it's helped a lot of things. And, of course, we know there's a downside, so please, I don't need any cards and letters there. Uh, anyway, John, uh, we've addressed the two satellites. Let, let's let's talk about a winner here.
0: to race three today at San Anita, Mike. And the third race, number seven, first time in forever. Love the way she leveled off and finished the beat soccer last time with something left. I think uh, Frankie DeTore really fit her well. A little slight uh, raise in class. It's not bad tough a field. I think she can come right back and win again. 3-1 to one on the program. Number seven, first time in forever. Race 3, Santa Anita.
4: Frankie DeTore, Leonard Powell, solid connections here. That's number 7, first time in forever. John Lindos, play of the day in race 3. Hey, John, looking forward to you and Bob Ica here next Saturday. Got a lot to talk about this time of the year with the three-year-old situation heating up and everything else. Just uh, a lot of topics for the table, no question. Yeah, I think they enter
0: today at Oakland for the Rebel Stakes, and we'll see who Bob Baffert sends out there. We we might see Moose out there at Oakland
4: Park next Saturday. Interesting. Thanks so much, John. All right. Good luck today. Appreciate it. Let's go down to Catella and say a little Orlando Gutierrez heads up the nighttime publicity efforts. Hey, Orlando, good morning. How are you? I'm doing well, Mike. How are you, sir? Good. You got nine of them tonight. You get underway 5:15. Understand you're kicking ten thousand into that uh, two-dollar traditional pick six, and we honor uh, really a stalwart over the years at Los Alamitos tonight. Uh, tell us about who the winner handicap is named for. Hundred and thirty-five thousand dollars on the line. Ninth and final. Older horses at four hundred yards.
9: Absolutely, Mike. Uh, of course, is named after Brad McKenzie, a very influential figure in uh, Los Alamitos in, uh, in the world force horse racing. Uh, former general manager at Los Alamitos, at, uh, the uh, finish line insurance group uh, as well, uh, was a key person in uh, bringing daytime thoroughbred racing at Los Alamitos as mm-hmm. well. Uh, important figure at Los Al, uh, an owner. Uh, may have bred some horses as well. And, uh, you know, the, very happy that this race is named in his honor. When I started working at Los Alamitos, he, uh, he was the general manager there at the track. Uh, he would joke with me, and he, I'm from Nicaragua, that's where my, my family is from, and he would say, Orlando, you're the leading Nicaraguan in horse racing. Uh, <laughs> was, I
4: can't disagree. <laughs>
9: that's right. And I would always get a kick out of it. Yeah, <laughs> in the racing program, uh, my moniker for making selections is Professor G. He gave me that name. So, uh Pretty, pretty uh, fun person to uh, hang out. Great sense of humor, Brad
4: McKenzie. And, and very dry and very close with a guy named Bob Baffert. Uh, they met each other at, at the U of A, that, that racetrack industry program. I think Brad helped Bob with some of the testing over there. I'm really not certain. Statute of limitations is passed. Maybe Bob will cough it up one of these days. But they were very tight.
9: Absolutely, yeah. Um, and big, big figure for uh, helping bring Bob Baffert a lot of... Uh, a lot of those young horses that after trained train uh, Los Alamitos, I'm sure that uh, having Brad there at Los Alamitos uh, helped help make it, that decision as well to uh, kind of establish that flag there at Los Alamitos to uh, train his horses there.
4: Uh, the Brad McKenzie Winter handicap, ninth and final, goes at 8.31 our time tonight. Looking forward to that on FanDuel TV. Can we make some money tonight, Orlando?
9: Absolutely. Great race. Uh, Jericho from the inside post is the, the morning line favorite. Uh, he's going to try to see if he can snap Monty Arosa's dominance of the winter series. Uh, Monty won the winter derby last night, third time in a row. Uh, he's got a really good horse here, Monty Scoops Dynasty. Let's see if Jericho, the Heat Taylor train, uh, gets the job done in the Brad McKenzie. Uh, for my pick, I'm going to go to race number six and number four, Lisbon Cristal. Really well-bred uh, gelding here out of a champion mare, Watson Cristal. Dropping in class here uh, after facing some tough allowance horses. The thing about this horse, always has speed leaving the gate. We'll see at 5-1, to one, if he can carry that speed, getting a little bit of a break here in conditions. I'll go with the four, Lisbon Cristal at 5-1, to one,
4: Mike. Okay, Lisbon Cristal, number four, race six, time seven seventeen tonight. Orlando, always a pleasure. In all these years, I didn't really know you were from Nicaragua. <laughs> I thought maybe it was somewhere there in Central America. Thanks for the clarification. No problem, Mike. Can I, can I just say one thing about R. Wilson? Sure. You know I, mean?
9: uh, I started uh, wanted to always be a journalist in sports. I got a job as a stringer for the San Gabriel Valley Tribune. I would cover high school sports. Uh, R. Wilson edited my first story that I ever wrote in the San Gabriel Valley Tribune. Incredible great gentleman. Uh, really made me feel good, like someone that maybe had a future uh, writing stories about sports. Um, really sad to hear the news about our Wilson. This so
4: you were a student at Gladstone High, and I remember the old offices for the Tribune. They were down off Azusa of Canyon Road, kind of right behind that big Pepsi operation absolutely. there, right?
9: The, absolutely, my yeah. would Go around via. The, uh, they had a one door that uh, all the stringers would walk in, and then you just see those bright lights, uh, the sports room there. Uh, and I remember it clearly, sitting there, typing my story, handing it over. To our uh, Wilson, him checking it over and giving me the thumbs up.
4: Yeah, and, and a great guy. He he loved it, and, and he was so good with people. Like he he's gonna be missed exactly. big time. Uh, it's exactly sad, exactly. I sad news. That,
9: yeah, I walked away that night thinking, you know, maybe maybe I can do this for a living.
4: Is that right?
9: Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Wow. Uh, from from there, Eddie Wilson's the one that uh, helped me get introduced to horse racing. Uh, helped me get the job here at Los Alamitos. So uh, the Wilson family. Uh, you know, uh, it, it kind of hits hard for me tonight, today. Mike.
4: Likewise, uh, thanks so much, Orlando. Take care, and uh, we'll talk next week. Okay, uh, gotta, so uh, you bet. Uh, we'll step aside briefly. Coming back strong with Millie Ball from XBTV. Hey, her husband Tim Yachteen will be sending out Big Pond, the second choice at five to two. Uh, make it the third choice at five to two in today's Spring Fever Stakes. Got a lot to talk about. Toby Terrell running the anchor lab. Don't go away. This. Just throw by light. Slow motion ride.
1: Angels Radio.
2: AM 830. Hello, I'm Alan Mosnett,
6: Toyota of Orange. For over 48 years, we've said you won't get a lemon at Toyota of Orange.
2: That means you're driving a reliable Toyota. It also means you're getting the best deal on
4: every new Toyota in stock. We're talking RAV4, Camry, Tacoma, Corolla, you name it. How have we stayed number one all these years? By turning lemons into oranges. Toyota
5: of oranges. Well, you won't get a lemon from
8: Toyota of Orange. Well, you
5: won't get a
3: lemon. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five-furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks, too.
4: Folks, life is about family, friends, and the unforgettable experiences we enjoy together. If you are considering the Hawaiian Islands for that special vacation, a wedding, or perhaps a corporate outing, Visit halualohagardenandkitchen.com and you can see for yourself what this tremendous new venue located on the island of Hawaii has to offer. When you settle in at the Halualoha Garden and Kitchen, the breathtaking view of the Kona Coast adds a touch of enchantment far, far removed from the everyday stresses and strains of life on the mainland. Nestled on the slopes of the majestic Halu'aloha volcano, this venue offers guests a remarkable combination of Polynesian dining along with striking natural beauty and world-renowned island charm. With a top-notch chef and a fresh farm-to-kitchen approach, you'll experience island dining that is truly out of this world. Visit our website, Halu'alohaGardenandKitchen.com, or call 307-461-1450 for complete details and get ready for the experience of a lifetime at Halu Aloha Garden and Kitchen.
5: The best of quarter horse racing is always at Los Alamitos as our weekend of Grade 1 stakes action continues tonight with the running of the Brad McKenzie Los Alamitos Winter Championship. The Winter Championship is a big-time lineup led by four Grade 1 stakes winners. Top stars include Los Alamitos Super Derby winner Jericho, who had the top time in the trials and Scoops Dynasty, and take a swig of this, the last two winners of the Winter Derby, plus Spencer Childers winner, London Toby, will join the fray, along with six other standouts. And as always, Los Alamitos will feature night racing's best bets, like our early and late pick fours, and the 10,000 pick six promo on Sunday if there's not a carryover. Enjoy the best of daytime simulcast racing at Los Alamitos with luxury-filled indoor seating locations in the beautiful Vessels Club. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. Plus, we have the fun and convenient Burghardt Sports Bar. It's the Brad McKenzie Winter Championship. The best of quarter horse racing, always at Los Alamitos. Hi,
3: Bill Coin of South Bay Toyota. Whether you shop online at southbaytoyota.com or in person, we'll make it easy for you to save time and money. South Bay Toyota is located just off the 405 freeway
4: at Western Avenue where Torrance and Gardena meet. South Bay Toyota. From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee. Derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting, Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's Uncle Chemo's is a state-grade and hand-roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Chemo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKemosKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Chemo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona coffee you can taste the Aloha
7: this segment is brought to you by the bit tavern in South Arcadia just off the corner of 10th and live oak beer me at the bit Tell
4: And welcome back. Final segment, Hour 1 Throwback Los Angeles. Having a little bit of tech trouble trying to reach Millie Ball at Santa Anita. I think we're going to get Toby Terrell first, and then maybe we'll get Millie before off air, but we don't quite know at this point. Toby, good morning. How are you, sir? Well, now we're having trouble getting Toby. Well, we'll try him again. Where are we at here, Jake? No go? We got him. Toby, are you there? yes i am hey good morning how are you we're doing good we're
0: just uh sorting all this out as you can imagine a very hectic uh busy busy morning here but uh we'll go one step at a time
4: yeah because the rain is supposed to start hitting tonight and then i guess quite a bit of it through tomorrow so there's not going to be any training tomorrow that's for sure i i think the next few days
0: actually yeah uh, the way things look pretty much a guarantee so um yeah uh
4: today is the day and uh just got to get through this morning get a few winners and take a couple days off exactly well let's talk about a winner right now what race do you want to go to for radio toby
0: let's go to the feature here the eighth race uh i did a double take when i watched uh, how great the two horse big pond came out of that heartbreak loss on opening day uh, and uh i'll tell you what she uh, That just means one thing. They couldn't uh, hold her on the ground. She's hmm. kicking the barn down. And if she runs anywhere near like she ran opening day, uh, I think she'll win. I think she uh, is just ready to go. She's second choice on the line. I think that's fair.
4: Yeah. Uh, she's co-second choice along with Rose Maddox at 5-2. to two, And, uh, I mean, she just missed going 7-8 on opening day. In the La Brea, now they cut back an eighth of a mile today, but uh, you really love the way she bounced out of it. The winner, Daddy's Ruby, right alongside trains down to San Luis Ray down, so you haven't had a chance uh, to see her, but uh, you like what you see with Big Pond, and that's good enough for me. You think we'll get that five to two, Toby? Well, I
0: really don't know.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Well, we're going to find out. Uh, Listen, folks, the best $5 you're going to spend going to the races, that's winner's card, the yellow sheet by Toby Terrell. You can also get it online at casetherace.com. Toby, I don't think you were listening earlier, so you you missed some very sad news. A guy that I know you and your dad uh, have known over the years, Art Wilson, left us this morning, uh, 3.30 a.m. up in Victorville at 871.
0: Well, you know Jerry Antonucci last week, and I mentioned that
9: with my dad, and he said, "You know what? I just might be the dean now." I said, "Let me check with Mike and find out." <laughs> so you're gonna have to make that official.
4: Uh, yeah, I would say so, and hopefully for a long time to come. I hadn't even thought about that, but uh, you know, some you think about the old press box, and it's just it's like everything else. Uh, You know, we have media covering, but so many people are able to do it remotely now, Toby. As you know, it used to be you had to be at the racetrack to get those entries when they came out. uh, And you had to get going with your your handicap to make sure you made the deadline for the newspaper.
0: And you had to cut out thousands of charts and keep them in 8-inch binders and everything else.
4: Yeah, with with a lot of glue, now it's all... uh, much more convenient. Toby Terrell, uh, let, let's try and get lucky. Number two, Big Pond, uh, second choice, co-second choice, 5-2 to two in today's $100,000 Spring Fever. That's the 8th of 9. Have a great day and enjoy a couple of mornings off, Toby.
9: Will do, Mike. Thanks.
4: All right, we'll step aside briefly coming back as noted with uh, trainer Steve Miotti. He's got a big look at today's Spring Fever with Rose Maddox, a uh, Nick Alexander homebred going to be ridden by the the one and only Flavion Pratt back in town today. This is Thoroughbend LA. Don't go away.
2: The preceding was a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30, its owners, or management. Angels Radio, AM830, KLAA.
1: Orange County, Los Angeles. And Inland Empire.
2: Where Angels baseball lives.
1: Hi, everybody. This is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out at the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle's Kimmel's Kona coffee. Uncle's Kimos you'll be glad you did.
2: The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AM830, its owners, or management.
4: Hey everybody! If you've got plumbing needs, commercial or residential, give my good friends at Western Rooter a call. Family-owned and here to help, Western Rooter does it all and does it better, twenty-four-seven. From clogged drains to complete copper repipes to water heaters, conventional and tankless, Western Rooter is here to help and will solve whatever issues you may have on time and under budget. Western Rooter, serving the Arcadia, Pasadena, and greater LA area for more than three decades. Call now at six two six. 448-6455, mention Thoroughbred LA Radio, and save 10% off your total invoice. Western Rooter, the best in the West. Folks, life is about family, friends, and the unforgettable experiences we enjoy together. If you are considering the Hawaiian Islands for that special vacation, a wedding, or perhaps a corporate outing, visit halualohagardenandkitchen.com and you can see for yourself what this tremendous new venue located on the island of Hawaii has to offer. When you settle in at the Halualoha Garden and Kitchen, the breathtaking view of the Kona Coast adds a touch of enchantment far, far removed from the everyday stresses and strains of life on the mainland. Nestled on the slopes of the majestic Halualoha Volcano, this venue offers guests a remarkable combination of Polynesian dining along with striking natural beauty and world-renowned island charm. With a top-notch chef and a fresh farm-to-kitchen approach, you'll experience island dining that is truly out of this world. Visit our website, halualohagardenandkitchen.com, or call 307-461-1450 for complete details and get ready for the experience of a lifetime at Halu Aloha Garden and Kitchen. the ragazin sheets are available online at the our website also offers free introductory material including an online seminar you can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123 that's the ragazin sheets at 212-674-3123 ragazin the most respected name in racing
5: The best of quarter horse racing is always at Los Alamitos as our weekend of Grade 1 Stakes action continues tonight with the running of the Brad McKenzie Los Alamitos Winter Championship. The Winter Championship has a big-time lineup led by four Grade 1 Stakes winners. Top stars include Los Alamitos Super Derby winner Jericho, who had the top time in the trials, and Scoops Dynasty, and take a swig of this, the last two winners of the Winter Derby. Plus Spencer Childers winner London Toby will join the fray along with six other standouts. And as always, Los Alamitos will feature night racing's best bets, like our early and late pick fours and the 10,000 pick six promo on Sunday if there's not a carryover. Enjoy the best of daytime simulcast racing at Los Alamitos with luxury-filled indoor seating locations in the beautiful Vessels Club. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. Plus, we have the fun and convenient Burghardt Sports Bar. It's the Brad McKenzie Winter Championship. The best of quarter horse racing, always at Los Alamitos.
4: Hey, great to have you back with us, folks. Hour two Thoroughbred Los Angeles. My name is Mike Wilman. A good nine race card today, folks, at Santa Anita. No holiday racing tomorrow. And that's uh Uh, kind of in in deference to uh, some very heavy weather coming in tonight. And apparently we're due for quite a bit of rain over the next two or three days. So anyway, we'll make the most of it today. Main event, uh, as noted, is for California-bred fillies and mares at six furlongs, and that is the $100,000 spring fever sticks. Also want to point out, the Santa Anita Handicap, the 87th running of the big cap, is now just under three weeks away. That'll be Saturday, March 7th. Should be a tremendous day of racing. We'll also have the Grade 1 Kill Row Mile that day on turf and a big, big prep for both the Santa Anita and Kentucky Derbies on Saturday, March 7th and that is the $400,000 San Felipe at a mile and one-sixteenth. Should be one of the best days of the year. Make plans to join us at the Great Race Place on Santa Anita Handicap Day. That'll be Saturday on March 7th. And again, folks, uh, we're trying to reach uh, trainer Steve Miotti, and we don't have Andy Harrington until a little bit later. Why don't we, uh, hey, Jake, let's go ahead and open up the phone lines in case maybe anybody... Wants to jump in here, and uh, folks, we're available for you at seven one four two eight thirty eight thirty. That's seven one four two eight thirty eight thirty. And Jake, if you can, if you want to text Steve Miotti, give him a number to call us. So uh, anyway, uh, traded text with Steve yesterday, but uh, having a little bit of trouble reaching him uh, right now. I want to go ahead and recap the uh, the trainer standings. We we mentioned the jockeys in hour one in the trainers division, really tight races. Uh, Mark Glatt is one up now on both Doug O'Neill and Phil D'Amato. Steve Knapp having a terrific meet. He had another winner yesterday. He's in third position. Uh, Actually, fourth now with 14. And then Bob Baffert uh, behind Knapp with 12 wins. As far as the stakes wins for trainers, Richard Mandela and Phil D'Amato on top with six. And then Bob Baffert at four, John Sadler three, Pete Urton with two. And uh, Pete victorious in yesterday's uh, $100,000 baffle, three-year-olds at about six and a half furlongs down the hill. And it was the uh, two-to-one favorite, stay hot with Antonio Fresu, boy they came and got hard-headed who wasn't backing up with Juan Hernandez aboard and Stay Hot was up to win by a ahead and a, really a thrilling late finish according to John White our morning line maker Stay Hot with Antonio Fresu aboard got a 78 buyer in taking the baffle stakes and uh, kind of one of our favorite races every winter it's not a graded stake but it is named in honor one of the best horses to ever run down the hill baffle himself a fool in 1965 he set a track record for the hillside turf that's, that that lasted for just about 20 years back in 1970 under wayne harris i think he ran down there in 11 and one something like that really fast time uh, and he was also, also a stakes winner multiple graded stakes winner at various distances middle distances sprints dirt and turf trained by johnny longdon and owned by his big guy, Frank McMahon, who also owned, of course, winner of the 1969 Kentucky Derby, uh, Majestic Prince. Looks like we got a couple of people online. Uh, I believe we have Ralph from New Orleans listening on the internet, if in fact that's where he's at. Ralph, good morning. Good morning. What's up? Uh,
0: just Yeah, I wanted to ask about the three-year-olds out west um, with the Baffert situation. Uh, just a couple of who would be the top three-year-olds out west that can earn the points going forward that don't race for Baffert? And, uh, <laughs> any info on stretch rides? Stretch rides not included in the latest Derby Future Pool. I wanted to know if you, yeah. you heard anything. Train Ralph, I,
4: I'm really sorry I'm ill-equipped to answer this because I don't have uh, Brad Free's Derby Watch from Friday in, in front of me. Uh, Phil D'Amato is running uh, a nice three-year-old at Sunland Park today. And and, uh, you know he's he's going to be ridden by Antonio Fresu, and I'm trying to find his name. That'll be the uh, ninth at Sunland today, horse by the name of Stronghold, who really tipped his hand in the Los Alamitos Futurity, and uh, you know he was second, beat a half length. If you if you read the story by Mary Rampinelli, previewing the Sunland Derby. Phil's high on the way the horse is trained. They would not be shipping over there if they didn't think they had a big shot. And, shockingly, they're 5-2 to two on the morning line over there. Uh, beyond that, I'm sorry, I'm just not much help right now. What a sad situation, though, with, with the Baffert horses. And, uh, you know, Ray Pollack uh, had a really good column. It's been up at his site, uh, My View from the 8th Pole," uh a couple of weeks ago, and it's still up there. And, you know, Ray pointed out they're going to a lot of uh, uh, effort, as they should. This is the 150th Kentucky Derby, Ralph. uh, But there's going to be one glaring uh, omission from the Derby this year, and that's any Bob Baffert horses. And uh, hopefully uh, clearer heads can prevail as we move into next year regarding the Derby situation. Uh, Let's take another call. It looks like uh, Jim in Tucson, Arizona. Jim, good morning.
0: Hey, Mike, how you doing? Good. Yeah, Jim from uh, Sant Dimas. I've been listening to you for years. Uh, my question is, is Aaron Hess still around? Yes, indeed. Okay, I hadn't heard from him in a while. That was my question.
4: Yeah, as far as I know. I mean, he lives down uh, Carlsbad. I get an occasional text from him. And uh, appreciate it, Jim. Thanks for listening. Uh, and from Paramount, you're next up, folks. If you want to give us a call... Uh, Hopefully I can answer anything you might have for us, 714-2830-830, and good morning.
8: Hi, good morning, Mike. Hello. Uh, I just want, hi, Mike. Yep. Hello. I'm right here. Mike? Okay, good. I wanted to mention Art Wilson. Uh, I really enjoyed his columns each week, reading about what he had to say. I really, I never knew him personally, but... Just reading about him and knowing what he's done, I'm really sorry to hear that news. And especially in connection with a good friend of mine, she and I would discuss his columns all the time. The Mm -hmm. day after or the day he wrote them, her name was Sharon, and she recently passed away also in uh, January. I'm sorry. She was only 70, and she had another form of cancer, and that. That's really, really rough. But, I, you know, when I heard about Art, I said, oh, no, Sharon and I would be discussing this and discussing his life. And uh, so my friend, you know, I deeply miss her, and I will also miss Art. And I really yeah. appreciate you taking it, You
4: know, it. Art, he, uh, he he went to great pains to it. He loved to be at the show. He he would say, hey, I really appreciate you guys. You get the quotes out quick. And he was forced to write remotely, covering a lot of stakes races in the past three, four years due to his cancer treatments, but he liked to cover the event whenever he could in person. And uh I mean he didn't just sit in the press box. He went down to the winner's circle and and would ask questions and get his own quotes. He was a journalist, you know, and he just had a passion for the game. He he really did, absolutely loved it. And as I noted <clears throat> in hour one his his last column was on Toby Keith, who left us way too early at age 62 recently. And, uh, you know, Art uh, talked to Brett Calhoun, who trained for Toby, uh, down, uh, you know, in in the Midwest, primarily Oklahoma City and around there. And I I didn't realize how fully enmeshed uh, Toby Keith was in this game uh, until I read Art's column. But uh, so sad. He was just with us last weekend at Santa Anita, but... uh, you could tell he was really struggling. And thank you so much for the call and and the good memories of Art. I appreciate that, and I know if his family's listening, they they appreciate it uh, as well. So uh, again, folks, uh, had a little bad luck trying to reach Steve Miotti at Santa Anita. I know it, it ended up being a very busy morning uh, for everybody with uh, the rain coming in. There's not going to be any training for the next couple, maybe three days. Uh, due to the fact the track's got to be sealed, and we still don't have the training track uh, available either. So, anyway, we'll make the most of it. It looks like we've got somebody else here, Jake, Dwayne from Los Angeles. Hey, Dwayne, good morning. Welcome to Thoroughbred L.A.
10: Hey,
4: what's up, Mike? Not much. Hey, question, well,
0: I had a couple questions for you. Uh Heisa, the ones who instituted the, the
4: cropping rule for the whips, how did they ever get a seat at the table to where they can do this? Well, that's, uh, that's a deep subject, to put it mildly. A big reason they got a seat at the table is uh, a guy by the name of Stuart Janney in the Jockey Club. And uh, I-, I can't say too much, Dwayne, but it's a good question. Uh, a lot of what they're doing and so on is untenable, and uh, it just it's just a, a very, very, very tough situation. You know, you look at Ryan Moore. I think it'll go down in history as one of the great rides of all time, the Breeders' Cup turf this past November 4th at Santa Anita. How that jock got through on the inside, how he could possibly wait as long as he did, going a mile and one-half on grass uh, for Aiden O'Brien, and he's able to just get up in a dramatic finish, one of the all-time great finishes in Breeders' Cup history. And apparently he struck the horse one too many times, seven instead of six. Uh, the result stands, but he's got to cough up 20,000 American for one of the all-time great rides. And I just say it's a shame. It's really a shame, Dwayne.
0: No, it really is. All right, one more quick question for you, Mike. I'm 65. I grew up at the track Hollywood Park. Harry Henson was my
4: favorite race announcer of all Likewise, time. likewise, yeah. Uh, do you think we've seen our last race track be built? Say it again, Dwayne. Do you think that we
0: have seen? Oh, well, do you think we'll see another racetrack be built until you know uh, anytime soon? Seems like it's just a uh, it's just slowly dying off.
4: Given the current political uh, climate and so on, lack of advocacy for our game in California, no chance. My opinion. Hope I'm wrong. Gotcha. All right, yeah. man. Great show. Thank you, Dwayne. Thanks for listening. Really appreciate it. Again, folks, a couple of lines open. 714-2830-830. That's 714-2830-830. If you'd like to weigh in with uh, anything that might be on your mind uh, this morning, Uh, we're going to have Andy Harrington, I tell you what, at 820. So, Jake, why don't we go ahead, step aside a little bit early. We'll get this break in, and we'll come out of it fresh. I know Andy's got a lot to report on. I wanted to get his thoughts on both National Treasure and White Abario. Uh, National Treasure for Baffert, White Abario. Breeders' Cup Classic winner for Rick Dutro. They both left this past Tuesday from Santa Anita to go to Saudi Arabia to run in a $20 million race over there, the Saudi Cup. Uh, Got a lot to talk about. Andy Harrington, then, of course, Bruce Finkelstein, Bob Mazurski, Toby Callett, Jonathan Hardoon all on the horizon. Stay with us. This is Thoroughbred LA. When someone else always seems to know the way.
1: Angels Radio.
3: AM830. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five-furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks, too. See you at the Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona.
4: From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii, and unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's Uncle is a steak-grade and hand-roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Chemo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleChimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Chemos emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Nemo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the Aloha. Folks, life is about family, friends, and the unforgettable experiences we enjoy together. If you are considering the Hawaiian Islands for that special vacation, a wedding, or perhaps a corporate outing, visit halualohagardenandkitchen.com and you can see for yourself what this tremendous new venue located on the island of Hawaii has to offer. When you settle in at the Halualoha Garden and Kitchen, the breathtaking view of the Kona Coast adds a touch of enchantment far, far removed from the everyday stresses and strains of life on the mainland. Nestled on the slopes of the majestic Haluuloha Volcano, this venue offers guests a remarkable combination of Polynesian dining along with striking natural beauty and world-renowned island charm. With a top-notch chef and a fresh farm-to-kitchen approach, you'll experience island dining that is truly out of this world. Visit our website, halualohagardenandkitchen.com, or call 307-461-1450 for complete details and get ready for the experience of a lifetime at
1: Halualoha Garden and Kitchen. Hi, everybody. This is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle's Kimos Kona coffee. Uncle's Kimos, you'll be glad you did.
4: And welcome back. Hour 2 Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Let's get up to Santa Anita and say hello to a very busy guy with a stopwatch this morning. Andy Harrington on behalf of National Turf. Hey Andy, good morning.
0: I'll just not be able to come on a little bit earlier. We just, uh, you know, because we're going to be closed the next three or four days because uh, due to the rain, uh, yeah. everybody, and his brother, everybody and his brother is out here working their horses. So uh, I know. So I, yeah, yeah. so it's, uh, you know, it's a Chinese fighter trolls, you know, after the breaks.
4: Yeah, it, w- watch it. Hank Stram got in trouble for saying that. You got to be careful these days, Andy. <laughs> 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 uh,
0: yeah, yeah in, in this in this environment, yes, I understand.
4: Yeah, yeah. you know, uh, we were trying to get Steve Miotti top of the hour, but I I I, I should have. My bad. I should have got a hold of Steve much earlier this morning because with with the races being canceled and everything, a lot of guys they're working this morning. As you know, they're kind of emptying things out and getting them out there to stretch their legs, because everybody's going to have to walk for, like, the next two, three days, you would think.
9: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That's so true, it doesn't sound like the rain's going to abate until, uh, oh, sometimes late Tuesday, maybe, or even until Wednesday, apparently.
4: So, uh, Is that right? Yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, Andy, before I get your, your thoughts on some horses, uh, going to the break, had a, had a good call, guy wondering, uh, you know, about Heisa, and I brought up the fact that Ryan Moore is now going to have to pay uh, twenty thousand. It's actually twenty thousand eight hundred dollars for one of the the all time great rides in Breeders Cup history uh, in the Breeders Cup uh, turf at a mile and one half. He won the race, got through somehow. Uh, there was also a ruling came down yesterday. It, it's a small one, but it just I, I, I got to speak up. I, I hope we're able to do that. Uh, this was a unanimous decision on a DQ on Friday, the first race uh... kyle Frey. Uh, it was on the grass you were the horse named ghostly act and edwin maldonado to his immediate inside had a lot of horse was trying to get through it was very tight and what i saw and maybe i'm wrong It doesn't just because i'm disagreeing here doesn't mean i'm right but i thought kyle maintained a straight straight path i don't to the best of my understanding a jock is not obliged to give somebody room just because they got a lot of horse there, unless they're in imminent danger, then of course I think you know you you try and help somebody out if that's the case. But I thought Kyle was race riding, and uh, I believe he ended up second, got disqualified. I, I was surprised that he was disqualified. Really surprised when it was, uh, you know, unanimous, and then a ruling came out yesterday. He got three days. I I was, well, I was just. I, did you see the race, Andy?
0: I saw the race. I did
4: not know that second part about the,
0: the three days. No, I I mean if you don't have horse, you might let a guy in, um, that's coming through. But uh, he was fighting for, for the top money. For of the
4: win. I, He's riding to yeah, win.
0: I, I didn't I didn't see anything that Kyle did uh, that that is engendered a disqualification for sure. And it's it, it, what you said about it being unanimous, that was that was sort of shocking to me. That I was mean, you know, I mean I mean, that, wow, really? Yeah,
4: I, I was very surprised at that. Would you agree with me? I didn't think Kyle deviated off a straight line. Maybe I'm wrong. What did you think?
0: I I saw the same thing. I actually didn't even know it was going to be VQ. I thought everything was good. I I went and did everything. Found it was VQ. Had to go back and look at the replay. And I did not see it. I mean, they've got obviously many minutes to look at replays over and over in many angles. Yeah. And uh, how you know? I I don't know. Is that going to be the new metric that if you don't let a guy through, you're? you're, I'm
4: not. I'm, I'm not down with that. See. I don't like that. I want these guys to be able to race ride. <laughs> you got to be kidding me.
0: Yeah, I don't know if that is, or they just they just they they they, they honestly saw it a different way. I've not heard that that's the new me neither you know, standard. Me neither. I, ho- yeah. I certainly hope not.
4: Yeah. All right. Well, we've covered it. You're not in trouble, but I'm sure I am, Andy. <laughs> uh, uh, we had a couple of big horses uh, get on a bus Tuesday. White barrio for Rick Dutrow and National Treasure for Bob Baffert. They're heading to Saudi Arabia. How have they trained uh, uh, at San Anita this winter, in your opinion? What are you expecting from them halfway around the world?
0: Well, I mean, National Treasure's trained, uh, trained into the Pegasus really well. Uh, he's obviously gotten bigger and stronger and maybe a little more mentally tough. Um, he's only, you know, because he ran on January 27th, he, Bob gave him two weeks off. He just had an easy 101, just a maintenance for The horses fit. Um, you know, he, uh, I, I don't see any reason why he can't run a, a, a solid race back. Uh, on the other hand, White Barrio who took about six weeks, seven weeks off after the Breeders' Cup, mm-hmm. they've had this, they've had this thing, this horse pointed for the race for the, the entire the entire time down here. Uh, it's training terrific. The last two or three drills are off the charts, really mm-hmm. good. Uh, big long gallops. I think it's going to bring its absolute A game. So, of the two, if I had, you know, obviously White tomorrow is going to be probably a shorter price for the obvious reasons. Uh, I think he's very, very well meant, and he couldn't be going to Saudi doing any better.
4: And Andy, uh, you know, this term in racing is probably thrown a little, thrown around a little bit too loosely. But in my opinion, Dutro is a genius, and he's also one of the all-time bad boys. I mean, he served ten years for a litany of minor violations and stuff, he just became a total pain in the ass to the stewards that he was dealing with in the East. But I think he's a genius. And leading into the Breeders' Cup Classic, I saw this horse's last two works, and I told a couple of guys, you can back up the truck. In my opinion, if he breaks, no bad luck. I didn't think he could get beat. Now, did I really follow up the windows? No. But he ran to the, to the way he worked.
0: Yeah, of course. Um, he's training great into that into the breeder Cup, and he he just, he beat them you know easily. I mean, for the most part. I mean, He, yeah. he just ran he ran by uh, ran by Arabian uh, Night and uh, just, just cruised to the victory. He I, surely did. I, I you know, and I think in I mean uh, in Dutro's care, he's way better than he was say six eight months ago. Yep. So uh, that's uh, that's going to be scary for anybody running against them uh, in the Middle
4: East. And, again, a, a sad story. Uh, Safi Joseph had done nothing wrong. He had the horse, but uh, Churchill banned him, and uh, ended up the horse got shuffled, and Dutro was a big-time beneficiary. Let's talk today's nine-race card. What do you want to do for radio? Uh,
8: to
0: the um, seventh race here. Uh, Phillies on the grass, straight maidens. I like a horse on the outside, Jennifer's Delight, from the Michael McCarthy down. Um, this horse ran a great, they found, I think, what, they, what this horse wants to do. Um, it's a late-running sprinter. Um, the two Baffert in here, in here, Apple Fest, and Hot Lava Cake, the one and the five, respectively, are just horses. Uh, so maybe they'll take some money. Jennifer's Delight, they lay at four to one. Um, Michael has this down at San Luis Rey. Uh, who he's won out. He's won races uh, out of that uh, that uh, training center uh, a number of times this meet already. And I think this might be another one. Um, Jennifer's delight with Rispoli in the, on the grass at 6 um on the seventh race there.
4: And they paid a lot of money for this filly. And you know, she's a newly turned four-year-old. She has started five times. Uh, you know, they gave $650,000 for her. Big client for, for Michael McCarthy. And they go to Rispoli today they got to love this outside post, I would think. It looks like conditions to order for Jennifer's Delight, 4-1 to one on the line.
0: I'm, I'm hoping that's the way it is, and I'm hoping we can hold all that 4-1. to one.
4: And, and, Andy, uh, let's talk a little bit about NationalTurf.com and your stuff. How do folks access it, and what do you offer?
8: Uh,
0: I've got a basically a workout report of uh, grades for everybody that uh, I've seen in the mornings. Uh, that will be on any particular card. You can get it uh, for uh, 10.95 for the day or just longer term. It's uh, um, at NationalTurf.com. So if we give you a little little extra insight.
4: Andy, enjoy your contributions uh, each and every week. Appreciate it very much. Thank you. All right. Thank you. You bet. Uh, Andy Harrington with us. We're having a little issue with some of these phones, folks, today, as you, as you, as you may have noticed. But sometimes it would be like that. Let's get up to Las Vegas, Nevada, and i uh, going to have this guy take a bow. Uh, Mr. Bruce Finkelstein on behalf of BetOnBruce.com. Hey, Bruce, good morning.
0: Good morning, Mike, and I'm on a landline, so I think everything's good.
4: Okay, listen, take a bow, man. Last Sunday, Sweet Life Stakes, you were all over Anafona. Hector Berrios for John Sadler, and it was a videotape play. Anybody who was down a $22 mutual, good job, man.
0: Thank you. Yeah, it was a really... And she
4: won pretty easy.
0: Yeah, it was a trouble-free trip. Berrios, uh, in the quotes, I think, uh, on your article, uh, said he wanted to ride back because he thought he was going to win the previous race at a mile. I'm not sure that was true, but she got into trouble. In, um, uh, in France, she wasn't running at all the top tracks, but, Mike, she was a good sprinter, and she was actually really good around turns. All of her races were against males, and she'd run okay in her mile races, but I think they figured her out. I think she's going to... Love the uh, turf sprinting game. And she's got a heck of a kick when you shorten her up.
4: No question. Hey, Bruce, it was raining uh, late yesterday up at Golden Gate Fields. I don't know what the forecast is today, but... Rain. Okay, <laughs> w- one thing's for sure, the tapita seems to get better w- w- when you get rain up there.
0: You know what I've noticed uh, when it rains? And we've had quite a bit this, this winter uh, in the last few years, Mike. There's not as much... Passing in the stretch when the rain comes down, I have no, I don't know why that is, but horses hang in there. it I, I can't tell you. Don't see well, the and,
4: and the they way. usually don't because I mean you can't make the lead late enough typically at right. Golden Gate.
0: Yeah, and they they look dead to right sometimes when it when it's wet out there and it's raining and they some if you watch yesterday it was the last race of horse the Lord Sheldon and it was raining he looked dead to right. I don't know how Bill Ant and Georgie held him together, and he won ahead Bob. He looked, he looked beaten in that race, and I've seen that over and over again. So with that in mind, Mike, let's go to the sixth race of Golden Gate today with a horse that I think is going to be forwardly placed throughout. And I like Ed Mojer's horse here, the second choice on the program, the three-winning lover. Um, she, he's run twice. He came off a six-month layoff last time out. He was second on debut. Last summer, he ran well in defeat. He wasn't quite quick enough. Uh, the fractions were very quick. He was fourth, maybe a couple lengths back, four wide. I thought he continued on gamely uh, to the wire. And this race came back very strong. The first two finishers returned to win. Uh, he should be more fit today. Second race off the six-month layoff, and I really believe with his natural speed, he's going to be qu- he's going to be closer. I think he's coming out of a faster race than many of these are, not necessarily on the lead, but I think he'll be sucking up right near the lead, and he should be good to go. So in race six, let's go with the, I believe it's the second choice on the program, the three winning lover at 3-1 to one on the morning line.
4: Okay, Bruce, and uh, race six at Golden Gate uh, goes at 344 Pacific. Come on down to Santa Anita. Where do you want to go for radio?
0: Let's go to the opener, the first race, and let's go with the pace play. The six-horse, Lancerra. She definitely ran better in her second start, and it was here at Santa Anita. It was at six furlongs. She chased a pretty nice first-timer for Doug O'Neill by the name of the Shushala. She was right there making a move against her, uh, getting into contention on the turn. Couldn't match strides with her. You know what I kind of liked about it? Even though she was backing up a little, she tried. She never really gave it up. She finished fourth, but... Wasn't embarrassed at all, beating less than four lengths. She's got the two sprint races. I know a lot of handicappers love the two sprints to the stretch out. That's what she does today. She drops him against maiden claimers that have been beaten at this level before. And the thinking, Mike, is that she can get the lead and cruise along at maybe you know reasonable splits. Uh, she's by Om, if you remember him. It was a pretty darn good middle distance horse in his day. Won the Del Mar Derby. Dan Hendricks, Highline yeah. Derby, the Mathis Mile. I mean, if pedigree means anything, this filly is bred to go on in distance. So, in race one, let's go with what we believe is the speed of the field of six. Lancera lifted at 8-1 to one on the morning line.
4: Okay, owned and bred by uh, Keith, Keith Brackpool. And of course, he was the top guy at Santa Anita uh, for some time, formerly with the CHRB, and He's got a few horses with Carla Gaines. She does a tremendous job coming in for a tag first time. Uh, they they are very realistic here. 8 to 1 on the line. That'll work, Bruce.
0: We'll, do, we'll take it. And let's get Ricky Gonzalez on the, on the scoreboard here today. He's a he's a solid rider doesn't get a whole lot of opportunities.
4: He, he's got a new agent in uh, in Brandon O'Brien. I know they're hustling in the mornings. They're trying to work as as many horses as you can. That that's what you have to do. And when you're in his position, you're quite often working horses for other guys. In other words, you know you're not going to be able to ride that horse. But, you know, it's a people world, and, and hopefully, uh, you know, you do that enough, they're going to say, hey, look, uh, I got one for you here, and, and, and you start to climb the ladder. That's just the way it has to be. Yeah, for sure. And yep. uh,
0: look, at, look at Anthony Fray Sue. I mean, he was an absolute no-name when he came Phenomenal. To- Right, And I would say he, he is just such a breath of fresh air. He is so good. Uh, he rode, I believe, in Dubai, if I'm not mistaken. So He ran, rode a lot of dirt races, even though he was a Euro rider. Uh, boy, is he good. I mean,
4: Italian good. native uh, Doug O'Neill and Leandro Mora, they discovered him over there. And Leandro told Doug, hey, look, we got to try and get this jock back, back to Southern California. I'm so glad they did. You talk about a guy that can wait. I mean, he's... He's on a level with these people. There is no question about it.
0: And, I, and, Mike, I was listening to Millie Ball on the Intertract show. She brought up a really great point about Freisu. What a hard worker he is. He's, he, he, he works a tremendous amount of horses in the morning, so he earns his keep. Yep. Um, and it's uh, it's really paid dividends, I think. It
4: and he really he's great. making my life a little bit easier. Not that I'm betting on him that much. I should be. But his English has gotten so good. Uh, you know, even I can understand him, and we're able to get the yeah. stuff out when he wins Love these stakes that. races. Hey, Jake, try Millie Ball. She texted me, so we'll get her after Bob Mazurski. Bruce, uh, tell us about the website, betonbruce.com. Unfortunately, we had to cancel tomorrow, but what's available?
0: Well, tomorrow we're going to take the day off because the tracks that we normally you know, cover, they're not available. So we're going to take tomorrow off, but for today, full card at Santa Anita. Late pick five at Gulfstream. That's on the full car. There's also an audio seminar that goes along with that. We also have best bets at San Anita with audio. And for you golden hour players or late pick four players, we uh, on the best bets at Golden Gate. We also have the late pick four.
4: Terrific, hey Bruce, uh, always a pleasure. And uh, down south, once again, g- give uh, give that top slow. Here it is, first race, Lenestra, Ricky Gonzalez for Carla Gaines uh in race one post time twelve thirty. Eight to one we'll take it. Thanks, Bruce. Take care, Mike. All right, uh got a few balls in the air here. Let's go to Bob Mazurski. Uh his graded handicap uh, appears in all the Southern California uh newsgroup papers and I know he was a good friend and had a lot of admiration for a guy who really loved this game, Art Wilson. Hey Bob, good morning. Sorry to have the sad news for everybody here. Uh Art uh he fought the good fight. There is no doubt about that.
0: Yeah, No doubt about it. Like he's been ill for a while, and I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, he was a good guy, good reporter, did a good, good job for many years, and it's just uh, another sad loss for the old press box at uh, Sanity and Hollywood Park and everywhere else. Though. Yeah. I'm losing a lot of those people, unfortunately.
4: Yeah, no, no question, Bob. Uh, your thoughts. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on the, uh, the the spring fever today, the two Nick Alexander homebreds, the Roses, Dawson and Maddox, and then, of course, we've got the two Calbred Phillies, that ran 1-2 in the La Brea. Uh, Daddy's Ruby and Big Pond, it, it's only a six-horse field, but, I mean, you can make some cases for different different horses here.
0: Yeah, no doubt. And Daddy's Ruby and Big Pond ran very well in the La Brea. You know, they're back with Calbreds today. Rose Dawson, I think, is a much better horse. hunter. Sure that's the horse I ended up going with today. I, I was kind of surprised to see Van Dyke named on Daddy's Ruby, so I wondered if she's actually going to run today. So, you know, Hernandez would take off her to ride Rose Dawson. So I just wondered if Daddy's Ruby may be a starter or not. Okay,
4: well, guess. you, you didn't hear the story. Here's the back. By the way, Maldonado is, is now on the horse okay. in, in the program, but here's what happened. Uh, you know, Juan Hernandez, he's, he's ridden the Phillies, I noted in hour one, four times. He's won th- three times on her, including most recently the Grade One La Brea on opening day. And I'm doing a stake advance on Thursday, Bob, and I'm wondering the same thing you are. What is going on here? I texted Pete Miller, who rides, uh, you know, Daddy's Ruby? Answered back, alternate. Well, that doesn't do me any good. So I did a little more digging. I don't want to reveal all sources. But apparently Pete was wanting to run at Oaklawn Park uh, with Daddy's Ruby uh, where she could run on Lasix. Uh, The race didn't go. So he was late coming to, to the spring fever. Well, Juan Hernandez in racetrack parlance was gone. So, uh, you know, they've got Edwin Maldonado, but anybody handicapping the race, it's, you're going, wow, what's going on here? But that's, that's the backstory, and that's kind of stuff that does happen occasionally.
0: No, I, I understand now, but it just seems very weird, as you said, to, to see that when the entries came out on that Thursday.
4: It, exactly. All right, let's, let's get right to it. Who do you like in the race and why? So in there,
0: I ended up picking Rose Dawson just on the angle that she's a better horse on dirt, and uh, it was just to take a little bit of a shot. I think any one of the four that you mentioned could win, and I just think she'll be the best prize, so I went there.
4: Rose Dawson, and how about a best bet for radio today?
0: I'm going to go to the third race. I like the horse that won last time, first time in forever. I thought she was very impressed winning. She ran her last quarter that day in under 24 seconds. I was very impressed with her. The Tory rides back for Leonard Powell. She's the three-to-one-second choice. Number seven, first time forever in race three.
4: Okay, and that'll go at about, uh, well, one thirty or so. Anyway, hey, Bob, really appreciate it. And, uh, boy, we're going to miss Art Wilson. Such so such a big part of uh, the presentation and all those papers. I'm sure you read his column on Friday about Toby Keith. He'll be missed, and we'll have word on a memorial service for him in the days to come. All right. Take care, Bob. Appreciate it. And we've got Millie Ball, albeit uh, almost an hour late, but we do have her. Millie, good morning.
10: Better late than never. I'm sorry. Well, we had a, a slight, slight incident at the barn.
4: And... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And we're having cell phone trouble with just about everybody today. Are you still with us?
10: I'm still with you.
4: Yep. Oh, okay, well, you. as I texted you earlier, your thoughts on Big Pond. I mean, that was as tough a nose defeat as you're ever going to oh. suffer uh, in, yeah. in the Lebreon opening day. That was going 7-8. We have Andy Harrington on now every Sunday, and he has really been impressed with the way she's trained out of the race. And, of course, she's trained by your husband, Tim Yachtin. But your thoughts on Big Pond today in the spring fever?
10: I do think that, you know, this being her third race off the long layoff is going to be ideal. I, th- I think she's really going to peak today. Um, I wish that it was actually at 7 versus uh, the shorter distance. Um, for her, um, and she's inside of Daddy's Ruby. But to me, it's those two horses. Um, a great news job, by the way, on finding that out about Daddy's Ruby and the jockey. Thank you, I appreciate that.
4: Well, I—I'll be honest. You—you you know as well as I do, Millie. Sometimes you hate to badger people, and it's business. I had a guy tell me years ago. Hey, if you ask somebody a question on the racetrack, they're entitled to lie to you because it is business. Now, if they offer it up, and we've known some guys like that where they'd rather tell a fib and, you know, from the top of a telepo- telephone pole that stand flat-footed on uh, ground zero and tell you the truth. Uh, but I- I- anyway, I just had to do some digging and uh, was able to come up with that. So, I mean, because it's puzzling.
10: Right, right. You oh. know. Indeed. Yeah. So that's a great information. Thank you. All
4: right. Anyway, Millie, do you have a best bet beyond Big Pond?
10: I do. I'm going to go to actually the same race as Bob just left you with, um, but a different horse. I'm going to use Catterini in there uh, for Steve Knapp, um, who's just, in my opinion, really sharp right now. And uh, I just like the setup for Catarini in this race.
4: Okay. That's uh, the third race. It'll be number five, Catarini with... Uh, Jeremy Laprida. Uh, boy, this owner, Les Blake and Steve Knapp, they are winning races, are they not?
10: Isn't it amazing? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and the freedom. I mean, Steve Knapp, you know, here's the money. Just go claim some horses. I mean, it's a, it's a wonderful relationship.
4: It, no question about it. Kind of reminds me, uh, you probably don't remember an owner named W.R. Johnson. He used a, a lot of different guys. One of them was Joe Arena. And W.R. Johnson. Uh, he, he selected his own horses to claim. Okay, you know, to me that takes all the mm-hmm. pressure off. If It doesn't turn out, hey, eh? that, that was Absolutely. your call. <laughs> all <laughs> right. Win-win. Hey, Millie, we'll try and get lucky race three. Maybe you and Bob Mazurski can dead heat with Katerini, and he's got <laughs> oh, first time yeah. in forever. <laughs>
10: All right. Good luck. Thank have, you. Have a good
4: day. Good luck with Big Pond in, in the future today. Thank you. You bet. We're going to take one final timeout this morning here on Thoroughbred. like coming back strong, heading to South Florida, going to be checking in with uh, Toby Cowlett, and then take two with Jonathan Hardoon with the Raggis and Sheets. Again, this is Thoroughbred LA on the home of the Angels, AM 830 and on the Angels radio app. Talking
2: about. She can make it right yeah.
4: Angels Radio
2: AMA 30
4: from Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's is as state grade and hand-roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Chemo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKemosKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Chemos emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha.
5: The best of quarter horse racing is always at Los Alamitos as our weekend of Grade 1 stakes action continues tonight with the running of the Brad McKenzie Los Alamitos Winter Championship. The Winter Championship has a big-time lineup led by four Grade 1 stakes winners. Top stars include Los Alamitos Super Derby winner Jericho, who had the top time in the trials and Scoop's Dynasty and take a swig of this, the last two winners of the Winter Derby. Plus Spencer Childers winner, London Toby, will join the fray along with six other standouts. And as always, Los Alamitos will feature night racing's best bets, like our early and late pick fours, and the 10,000 pick six promo on Sunday if there's not a carryover. Enjoy the best of daytime simulcast racing at Los Alamitos with luxury-filled indoor seating locations in the beautiful Vessels Club. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. Plus, we have the fun and convenient Burghardt Sports Bar. It's the Brad McKenzie Winter Championship. The best of quarter horse racing, always at Los Alamitos.
3: From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at betonbruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Fingolstein's BetOnBruce.com. Bet on experience, BetOnBruce.com.
4: Folks, life is about family, friends, and the unforgettable experiences we enjoy together. If you are considering the Hawaiian Islands for that special vacation, a wedding, or perhaps a corporate outing. Visit halualohagardenandkitchen.com and you can see for yourself what this tremendous new venue located on the island of Hawaii has to offer. When you settle in at the Halualoha Garden and Kitchen, the breathtaking view of the Kona Coast adds a touch of enchantment far, far removed from the everyday stresses and strains of life on the mainland. Nestled on the slopes of the majestic Halualoha Volcano, this venue offers guests a remarkable combination of Polynesian dining along with striking natural beauty and world-renowned island charm. With a top-notch chef and a fresh farm-to-kitchen approach, you'll experience island dining that is truly out of this world. Visit our website, HalualohaGardenAndKitchen.com or call 307-461-1450 for complete details and get ready for the experience of a lifetime at Halualoha Aloha Garden and Kitchen.
7: This segment is brought to you by the Bit Tavern in South Arcadia, just off the corner of 10th and Live Oak. Beer me at the Bit. I'll
4: And welcome back. Final segment, uh, Thoroughbit Los Angeles. Quick word about the Wilson Automotive Group, folks. If you're looking for a, a, u- a new, brand-new or previously used vehicle, check out David Wilson's Toyota of Orange, South Bay Toyota, or uh, David Wilson's Villa Ford of Orange. Big supporters of the show. In fact, I just bought a Lexus this past October at Newport Lexus, part of the Wilson Automotive Group. You're never going to top... Uh, their follow-up, their customer service, and their pricing, absolutely competitive with everybody else. Everybody knows that. You can see what the prices are these days online before you show up. And in many cases, you don't have to shop in person. Uh, go to the wilsonautomotivegroup.com or, more specifically, Toyota of Orange, South Bay Toyota, or David Wilson's Villa Ford of Orange. And please tell them you heard about it right here on Thoroughbred Los Angeles. As advertised, uh, we say hello to Toby Khaled on behalf of tobycallett.com in South Florida. Toby, good morning. We've got more than pitchers and catchers on the scene, huh? Yes,
0: indeed. Yeah, uh, I'm sure that uh, you're, uh, you're starting to foam at the mouth a little bit as you look at the calendar. Uh, soon the uh, soon opening day will be here, and uh, uh, all of us that like baseball and you, who who breathes it, uh, we'll we'll be happy camper.
4: No no doubt about it. Uh, Listen, you got 10 of them today at Gulfstream Park, but uh, what about the weather? I understand things have cleared up in New York, but what about South Florida?
0: It it rained overnight. It's still raining, uh, as expected. That's the one thing we've been right about this week, uh, is that uh, they wouldn't be on the grass today, and they're not. Before we get into uh, the the actual racing today, uh, you know, pedigree is important in racing, as you know. We'll mm-hmm. talk about pedigree on your show. You know, uh, with uh, Lelani, uh, you know, having uh, set the bar very high, Jake Rich stepping right in, uh, spinning <laughs> those tunes that are pretty darn good. Uh, certainly, uh, you know, I told him uh, what he called, uh, you know, giving me a, a little bit of Bill Withers and, uh, and Reverend Al Green, a little Stevie <laughs> Wonder here. I mean, uh you know, coast to coast, uh, people are smiling right now, I can
4: tell you that. Oh, thank you. I was wondering where is he going with this pedigree angle, and so was Jake Rich. But, uh, hey, thanks so much for the tip of the cap. We're very, very fortunate. I've said this many times, uh, AM radio typically throughout the ages, kind of been the Siberia of the entertainment world, and I've worked a lot of places where y- you don't have the B team on the weekends. Sometimes it's C and D minus. That is not the case, Jake. Here at AM 830, we got the A-listers, believe me, year-round on the weekends. We're very, very fortunate. All right. Now, nobody has to get a raise uh, because we're, we're complimenting so heavily. Uh, Toby, uh, where are you going to go today? Is it Gulfstream Park or elsewhere?
0: We're going to say it's Gulfstream. Uh, they left us enough start races today to, uh, to actually handicap. And if uh, you know, take it takes you to the ninth race today, I believe this would qualify as, as the feature. Um these are four and up, and they're going a mile and a sixteenth. And in here, I think the four Donegal forever uh, is, 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 uh, the, is in the right spot. I read Ortiz uh, remains on board for Todd Fletcher. His, his one start in, in his life was, a, was, was a well-supported at the windows, and he didn't let people down. Behind him, we're going to look at the two Empire Strikes fast, the five Game Warden, and the one Knox. Four two five one. 2 have a little bit of fun playing today's ninth.
4: Toby, quick question. i got to make it quick. Uh, no surprise, Irad Ortiz on top of the Gulfstream standings at least a few days ago at entry time with 77 wins. Paco Lopez second with 60. Is that any surprise to you?
0: No. Paco Lopez okay. has always written this track very well. And, uh, you know, between the, you know the Ortiz brothers and, and Paco, uh, you know, you've got the local Edgar Zayas, who is good. And the one guy never to overlook, uh, he's got, the, again, pedigree, is Johnny Velasquez. He doesn't take a lot of mounts, but mm-hmm. this guy's got a good taste of him in recent years. Uh, he's far from being over the hill. So um, I think that, uh, you know, the, the cult, between California and, 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 uh, and Florida right now, uh, who has better riders than those two guys?
4: Nobody. That's starting to sound like, a, like Jim Harbaugh. Okay. Who's got it better than yeah. us? Nobody. Anyway, Toby, uh, tell us about the website, Tobycalla.com
0: All golf stream all the time. Every once in a while, I'll take a trip west and visit you guys.
4: Thanks so much, Toby. Appreciate it. Thanks, Mike. All right, uh, we'll close it out. Take two with Jonathan Hardoon of the Rags and Sheets. Hey, John, come on out to Santa Anita. The weather's fine. We're fast and firm today.
0: You did it, Mike. You made it for two hours. You're missing uh, guests that don't show up. Phone fresh <laughs> Hell of a job.
4: (laughs) But I might be in the penalty box. I don't know. I'll find out soon enough, you know.
0: (laughs) All right, Mike. Let's look at the fifth race today at Santa Anita. It's a mile on the main track, and I really like the number five horse in here, Zimba Warrior. This is a seven-year-old gelding that was reclaimed by trainer Bob Hess, 2 starts back. The fact that he dipped in and retook a seven-year-old gelding has to mean something. Tentosomo aboard to ride. He's listed at 8-to-1 on the morning line. 48 lifetime starts, finishing in the money 26 times, so this is a real racehorse. I like number five, Zimba Warrior, to upset and win today's fifth race out of Santa Anita.
4: Okay, terrific, John, and uh, looking forward to some good racing today, no doubt about it. We're entering today for Friday at Santa Anita. Tell us about dot ncom
0: Three best plays, $10, so car, $25. Today we have Aqueduct Gulfstream. Oak one and Santa Anita selections, unfortunately Santa Anita not running tomorrow, that's a shame. Would have been a good card, and it's certainly a good day of racing. It you know, would have been one of the three main trucks. They have Aqueduct and Oakland going, but Santa Anita nailed it.
4: Yeah. Hey, hey John, uh, as we're speaking a little bit earlier, uh, I got a text from uh, our maker John White. Uh, Sierra Leone, uh, who who overcame a whole lot yesterday, To take yesterday's uh, grade two risen star at fairgrounds in New Orleans. According to John, got a 90 buyer speed figure. That is a solid number, and I would expect he's going to have a good sheet number here in a couple of days.
9: Yeah,
0: he certainly will again, Mike. It was only his third lifetime start, and it was the best, uh, you know, pre derby race there was so far, as far as points are concerned. It was a full field, 12 horses. Anyone that came out of that race is battle-tested, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. No easy trips, a lot of tough trips, and uh, it's a lot different when you win a five-horse field as opposed to a 12-horse field. You know, you get a lot more out of the races. And again, unfortunately, it would have been great to see Nysos there, but uh, sooner or later they'll figure this mess out.
4: Well, you know, I sense that the pressure's building, and it's it's got to be building on Churchill. I think... Hopefully, this is going to be the end of it this year, John. Hopefully,
0: all the pressure has to be on Churchill because when you leave out the best two-year-old or the best three-year-old, or certainly one of the top two or three of them, and then people, the public doesn't get to see this horse on Derby Day. Who are they hurting? They're not hurting Baffert. Believe me, Baffert will survive and run another race. They're hurting the public and they're hurting the horse. That's what they're doing.
4: Well, and the race, and by extension, the game. Because that is the biggest race exactly. in America, it really is. John, last thing, I've never asked you this. Toby Cowell and I talked, you know, spring training's full on. Art Wilson has left as His all-time favorite player was Frank Howard. <coughs> you grew up a Mets fan, then Dodgers. Who's your all-time favorite baseball player?
0: Willie Davis played some... I was a Dodger fan from the get-go, Mike. My, my father bought me a, a Jeff Torborg jersey when I was like five years old. And
4: wow. i never lived it down for... So, yeah. He, didn't he catch maybe two of Sandy's no-hitters? At least Jeff one Talbot, of them. Yeah, two. I think he
0: caught like four because he caught Nolan Ryan also when he was on the Angels.
4: He, exactly. So I think you yeah. could give him more than two. And Willie, yeah. Willie Davis, the three-dog. I got a picture in my office. We named a race for him. Back in January of 2007, sweet Lou Johnson was there, Tommy Davis. Uh, Good memories of the three-dog. Hey, John, thanks so much. There's the music. We're out. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks, Mike.
0: Stay safe and be well. All
4: right. All right, thanks to everybody. Thanks for listening. My thanks to Jake Rich here inside of the Big A. My name's Mike. Hope to see you at the races today, and we'll be back with you next week. So long.
7: You have been listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Brought to you by Little Joe's Freshmex and the Bit Tavern in South Arcadia. Great food and ice-cold beer, seven days a week.
2: The preceding was a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30, its owners, or management. Angels Radio, AMA 30, KLAA.
1: Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire,
2: where Angels baseball lives.
1: What's
3: better than Ducks Day at Disney? Two Ducks Days at Disney. The Anaheim Ducks are celebrating our 30th anniversary season by teaming up with the Disneyland Resort for Ducks Days at Disney on February 22nd and 23rd. Make your reservations today at Disneyland.com slash